Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo, and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And today, we bring you a very dramatic topic. Dangerous. Dangerous. It is threatening our society, and it's the next major apocalypse that we must tackle. Okay, in all seriousness, is we spend too much fucking time in our phones. (laughs) We do. Uh, yeah, it's way too much. It's gonna be about uh, digital wellness and how, first of all, what the dangers are and what is happening today in our society with social media, smartphones, and overall just in, uh, anxiety increasing, attention spawns decreasing, and you know, overall just people's lives getting shittier because of you yeah. know technology. So to start it People off, I, I want to give you, the listener, a scenario to think about. Imagine you're on the subway. You know, you're just going about your life. You know, you get in the subway and then you notice, oh my God, I didn't bring my phone. I don't have it on my pockets. And, and then you have no books. You don't have anything with you. What do you do now? Most likely it's going to be one of the most uncomfortable subway rides of your life because what is the thing we all do when we have nothing to do? Oh, grab into the pocket, phone, Instagram, Facebook, read, whatever. And you'll, you'll notice this if you go into any public transportation. I feel like this is the best example of this. If you look around you, you know, you get in, you look around. I would say like 80 to 100% of the people there are either on their smartphone, reading or sleeping. You know, there's no one there that's just like, yeah, I'm enjoying this moment. Or I'm just like, I'm just going to yeah, chat like, to the person next to me. That's never happening. One kid is doing like his first subway ride. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh my it. God. <laughs> oh my God, this is so cool. Yeah, or maybe there's like the the oddballs are just two people just chatting with each other. But even then, that conversation comes to an end. What do they do? Here comes the phone again. Oh, I have to check Instagram. You know, and it's kind of concerning. Not in the fact that... The, the problem is not that we are always checking our phones. The problem is what always checking our phone causes, which is a lot of anxiety. That, I feel like the major problem is a lot of anxiety and you feeling very social inadequate. You know, not only when, yeah, socially inadequate. Yeah, not only when other people bring out their phones because you feel like, oh, I'm being boring <laughs> to them. And then when you bring it out, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm so uncomfortable. I have to distract myself with something. And this using... Back then, and uh, before the, the good old days, the good old days. Ah. Back in my okay, time. like before smartphones, before internet. Yes, people would still around two thousand. Yeah, would still read like the newspaper or something. But well, number one, reading you're much less distracted because you're well focused on one topic. And then if you wouldn't read, you just be there in the moment. Maybe you chat to the person next to you. Maybe you look through the window and think about your fucking life, about your problems. What the fuck you're gonna do? Not just yeah. numbing yourself down until you get to where you want to go to numb yourself down even more. Mm-hmm. And it's like to bring up some stats that I did not research. Tiago did. I Actually, did. I did I'm not gonna world. use any stats. I'm just gonna say something I saw in a video. Um, they did an experiment on rats, where they uh, they kind of replicated the um, the rat going from a smartphone to a computer. Let's say in a, every five ten seconds. So they would flash different lights to him that would emulate that. Mm-hmm. 
what they found out is by going through that process, the mice were three times as slower solving the mazes they were given. And this was a permanent effect. This wasn't something that's like, oh, after a bit, they went back to normal. No. With just the lights. Yeah, just fucking lights. So now imagine what this is doing to you and you're like, oh, I'm on the computer. Then you go to your smartphone, then you watch TV, then you, you know, just something else. You're just all over the place. Well, you're fucked up already as it is. There's no escaping that. But imagine not only doing this for the rest of your life, but imagine children who are just born today who are going to go through this since the day they are born. There's not going to yeah, be a time of their lives if they don't become <clears throat> conscious of it without a smartphone. If the parents don't intervene, it's going to be like iPad, smartphone, TV, forever. Yeah, it's a, it's a really like fucked up situation if you if you think about it like before before like before the smartphones what would you do if you were like at a, a coffee shop i think it, it would be normal like for you to, to chat chat with other people maybe meet new people yeah nowadays what do you see in coffee shops there's no one talking like maybe you're talking with your friends yeah. but when's the last time you saw someone meeting actually like meeting someone new in a coffee shop or in a in a subway in a bus whatever who talks to the bus driver anymore? Yeah. Like, only old people. They're <laughs> say all thank safe you from to this. the bus driver, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> yeah, say thank you. They're the only ones safe from all this this bullshit. And I think it's a, a really, like, a really strange problem if you think about it. Like, smartphones they, and social media, they have given us one of the biggest blessings, if you could think about it. We can be in touch with people from around the world. We can meet new people with basically if you want to just like if you want in a minute you can shut up and meet people with that like your same interests you can find your group but people aren't using social media and smartphones for that they're just using it as a as a means of escaping reality and yeah. it brings me to a, a good point which is like if you compare smartphone and social media addiction which i'm calling it an addiction but most people have it i, I i'd argue it's just it's it's just like the same as drugs or or, or gambling addictions. They're, it's like they provide you an escape from reality, just as like just like gambling and, and drugs do. It's the same thing. When you're when you're in a, a conversation and the topic dies off, when when you, and when you reach for that smartphone, what you're doing is trying to escape reality because it's too uncomfortable yeah. that that you don't have anything to talk about and it it makes you it, yeah because you you have something so accessible to you to, to take that discomfort away. It's just, it's automatic. And I just want, uh, also, if you, <clears throat> they've also done research on this. If you, have you, I, I would argue, and I have felt this, most people don't know, but it's a thing called ghost, uh, ghost messages or, or ghosts, like, yeah, ghost messages, I think. So what is ghost basically messages, when you, Yeah, when you basically, when you feel your phone vibrate or you think you feel it, but it doesn't actually vibrate. Yeah, I had it. So it's like your brain, yeah. I've had that happen to me, and I think most people I've talked with, I've talked with, they have had this happen. And basically, you your brain is like it's fooling you to, into picking your phone up. It's like it make it's making you feel something that isn't there. And if that's not like fucked up and a, a real warning, I don't know what it is. Yeah, and for me, the more concerning than even okay, I'm not gonna say more concerning than drug addiction, but more so than gambling, because the thing that happens, let's say gambling. Okay, you can be like, yeah. let's say, nowadays you can be online gambling, but most people don't do it on their phones and they do it on the computer, so they just, okay, I can shut the computer down and that's it. But with the phone, it, 
because it's so convenient to carry it with it's you. Everywhere. You can literally bring it everywhere with you to the point of when you go to sleep, you can have it with you in your bed. And like be scrolling until yeah. you just pass out and you wake up and you're on it again. It's always. And I've noticed this with myself at some points where I was too much on the phone and just like Instagram and texting and all that. You, I felt that like I cannot give this shit up. It's too much. So yeah. I just have to kind of like turn off the, the Wi-Fi, put the phone away and go outside. But it's, yeah. it's, 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 yeah, much, it is like... because it's super easy to get addicted. It is, and because like like we've been saying, by design. Because yeah, first of all, easy escape from reality, Ching. That's there's a lot of periods of our yeah. life that are boring, like transportation, just going from one place to the other. If you're not driving well, it's boring. Pop out the phone. Let's say even I was seeing a video. Uh, it was the same of the rat video, and they said, the guy said, "What happens? Let's say you're having dinner with someone and you're not touching your phone." It's, being a super good dinner. But then the person goes to the bathroom for like two minutes. What do you do? You don't look around the room. You don't chill there. You just bring out your phone yeah. again. And it's, it's become so ingrained into almost who we are that we don't even realize that it's bad for us. Yeah, we don't know this. Like before, I, it would be considered rude if you pick up your phone in the yeah, middle exactly. of a conversation. I remember that. Like nowadays, like it's, it's not, it's just not, it's just that, that vanished. And I think it's going back to the addiction thing. I think this the, the problem with this. It, it maybe I wouldn't put it in as harmful as a gambling or a drug addiction, but it is something different. It's the most I would argue the most easy addiction to fall into, because yeah. first of all, like you said, it's everywhere, and then it's by design. It's made like that. So if you think about it, they have the best engineers at at Google, at at Facebook, whatever. They're trying to design the most perfect machine to keep you there yeah. to keep you looking at it in social media it's designed to keep you coming there and to stay there the same thing with smartphones it's designed for you to always be be opening it and looking at it and you have the best minds in the world trying to do this yeah. to you so who are you you are just one person it's very difficult to fight this and if you don't set up clear boundaries it, it yeah. will it will beat you because then and the other thing it does is it just sets unrealistic expectations for life in general because if you're on instagram awesome. you're just like scrolling through number one super hot photoshopped models then the next pic is like a an island somewhere with water that's so blue that color doesn't even exist in real life and you're just like <laughs> you're oh my god what is this you. then the next pic <laughs> is some i don't know motivational quote so it's just like dopamine yeah. spike after dopamine spike after dopamine spike and your brain yeah. You know, if it's spiked so much, what happens when it's when there's no spike happening? Which is real life. Like real life compared to that is the most boring shit ever. Who who wants to like do small talk when you can be on Instagram just watching uh, an highlight reel of some guy's trip to Dubai? You know, no one. Yeah. But in what we fail to realize when we are on those platforms is that those highlights of that trip had boring moments in between them. Those are like. That's like a one-minute video of, I don't know, 100 hours that he was there. And he picked 60 yeah. fucking seconds of it. Don't you think there was periods where he yeah. was like, just chilling, doing nothing? But our brain can't, even if we consciously can say like, oh yeah, that's true. Our brain receptors of dopamine can't fucking tell that shit apart. So it's just like, oh, yeah, it's spiked just... then. And then when it's not spiked, it wants to spike again. So you grab your fucking phone again. 
Yeah, it's the same thing as every addiction. And it only gets worse because as you get as ma so many dopamine spikes, you always want more. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing. Like I, I feel like people should really take this uh, seriously. That the brain on smartphone, if you look at it, it's the same thing as a brain. But I wouldn't say the same thing. But the process is the same as the brain on cocaine. You get an instant high every time you, you pick up your phone. You look at the the likes you receive every time your screen lights up with a new notification. You're all you get that dopamine spike. Something inside you makes you feel good, and then you keep getting that that dopamine release and release as you do something, and it just it reinforces behavior. It re it and <clears throat> it's reinforcing this really bad behavior yeah. because it, it just disconnects you from reality. Like people. You 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 will notice a difference if you like do a one week challenge without like without going to social media. You will notice first of all probably the first few days will feel like shit yep. because you're just getting used to dopamine spike after dopamine spike. It's like a, a drug, drug addict when he gives up his favorite drug. Like the f first few weeks or, or days, they feel like shit, but absolute shit. Yep. And I don't, I wouldn't say you add that to as as a. A serious degree as drug addiction, the, the fallback, but it, it's noticeable. And only when you, you go like through a week, two weeks, do you really start to feel yourself coming back to life, enjoying small things that you even didn't even yeah, enjoy. Exactly. Before. Just because your brain was so your brain was so used to always getting that dopamine. Spike. And especially like if you have nothing to do, let's say you have five hours of free time per day, and those hours are just are just filled with Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and then you're like, oh I don't have any of those things. Well, then you're going to feel like shit. But for example, yeah. if you, instead of that, you just do some exercise, go run, go lift some weights. I don't know. Just something. Get out of the fucking yeah. house. Go talk to some people. Then you, then you'll actually start to notice like, oh, I actually feel better. And the funny thing that will happen is if you have nothing to do, then your brain will suddenly feel like, oh, fuck, let's go outside. Let's do something because it doesn't have yeah. that. And I noticed this, for example, uh, we have a baby sister. And for example, if you don't give her any phones or anything, she'll just run around the house screaming, then playing with a box, some pencils, like yes. nothing, nothing that stimulating. She'll just make a fucking story out of it like children do. However, if you sit her down and put a fucking iPad smartphone on her hands, she'll sit there like a, right like a goddamn zombie for as how many hours you want it. It's fucking And it's scary. dangerous. And... Well, you are the same. You may may say more fancy words and search more fancy videos, but you're the same as her. If you have nothing nothing yeah. to do, your brain will find productive shit to do. Because, and I notice this in myself, if I'm scrolling through Instagram, time just passes so fucking fast, too fast. It's like you're not even enjoying time. But if you're reading, you're yeah. like, oh, I'm conscious of the moment. I'm actually... You feel it yourself like flipping the page, reading the words, understanding. It's not like this fucking one-minute videos of montages flashing, ah, snowboarding, skateboarding, yeah. woo. It's not yeah. like that. Because, yeah, it's true that when you, when you, that thing, when you're enjoying life, time goes by faster. There's a certain truth to that. But it's different. Yeah, it's like, different when part. you're with your friends, when you're with your friends and you're enjoying yourself, the time passes fast. But it isn't the same thing because you actually, like, you felt yourself going through that time. And when I, for at least for me, when I'm on my phone, I don't feel that time yeah. passing by. It's just like, oh, it, it, it's yeah, gone. It's like you blink and, and it's over you, and you feel like shit. Yeah, and at the time, yeah, of course, I, I, my brain sent me the dopamine spikes when I get the new notification 
then you like whatever. But like when I when I'm finished, I don't even feel good because yeah. it was just that, just like a momentaneous thing. And it goes back to the to the same thing you said with with our baby sister. It's a really that's where you see it best. Like she, such an active kid, always running around, playing with all kinds of like the most boring shit you could think about. Yeah. She makes it fun, and then you, as soon as you give her the phone, it's just like, yeah, it's brain dead. And you're like you said, it's it's we are dead to a, it's not like a smaller hidden, not smaller, but like a hidden degree. And yeah, it's really important, like to be bored sometimes. Yeah. People, I feel like especially kids, they don't get bored anymore. Like it's from boredom where you where creativity Absolutely. sometimes comes from. Man, I remember when I yeah, when I was when I was a kid, there were some moments where I was like, I'm fucking bored, man. Like when, before yeah. like PlayStations and all, all that, I was like, fuck man, I'm bored. And then in that boredom, you're like, you start looking at the carpet, like, oh, this is fucking fun. And then mm, that's plant over there. And then you start maybe drawing something about it. And then like, oh, I like to draw now. Boom. Because you're bored. Yeah, that's how you discover shit. You need to be bored minutes. to discover. Or maybe you're like, you're bored. You see a ball like, oh, maybe I'll, let's kick the ball around. Maybe shoot some hoops. Oh, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go outside yeah. and play with other people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if you, man, yeah, and I feel like that's why so much anxiety, so much depression, so much, well, social anxiety, which is a smaller quote-unquote anxiety, but yeah, all of those things, I believe that come very directly from that. Yeah, they come. Because like, with that, oh, man, I think that's no you see that, man, just, if you go to a bar or something, man, that's the, the biggest thing you'll notice. People... More and more, or less and less, know how to speak to each other. Just doing small talk, man. Like, old people are so good at small talk. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they... <laughs> if you go, let's say you go to a coffee shop that it's frequented by mostly old people. Bro, those guys can talk about nothing throughout the whole day. It's like, yeah, the weather's fucking shit. And then that flips to soccer, that flips to their health problems. But, you know, they know how to talk to each other and to just keep it going. And we need that small talk. It's, yeah, you need that. It's necessary. You need how, you, like when you meet someone, you don't just skip the fucking small talk ahead. It's not like, hey, so yeah, what do you think about abortion? <laughs> it doesn't happen like yeah. that. <laughs> You'd be yeah. like, oh, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. And not, more and more people don't know how to do that because they don't practice it. And yeah, that, it's just that. It's just yeah. lack of practice. Before, as a kid, like you didn't have your phone, so you just have to go out because you just died yeah. more than if you didn't do that. And <laughs> going out, you would have to meet new kids. You see kids playing ball, you're like, oh, I want to play ball too. So you'd be like, hey, can I play with you? And then, bada, and that's friendship yeah. in, a, in a nutshell. Yep. And people like, even kids, like they, they, they aren't as comfortable. And I can tell it when I see like younger kids, they, they aren't as socially aware as I feel our generation was. And our generation was already in the beginning of all yeah. this. So we're, we weren't even the best, but... Like they are less socially capable, like, yeah. Adequate, adequate. They they can't. They don't read social cues as well as other like past generations did, and that's really like fucking strange. And you, the result is annoying kids that no one likes. Yeah, and, I noticed this like or really funny story. Like, uh, so you weren't there, but there was um, like a fifty-year uh, marriage party from our okay, uncles, yeah. kind of thing. And so I went, it was a big party, I don't know, like 30 people, maybe, maybe more. And what you see is like old people, bro, they're, they're fire at just making small interactions. They're just talking to each other. And then I go, like I'm talking to, well, not, not everyone, but 
to the people I know, introducing myself. And then you see like the ones younger than me. Let's, I think they're like, I don't know, 12, something like that. They say I and all, but then I don't know, one hour in, bro, they're just all on their phone. Their table is everyone just looking down, swiping the finger. And it's, it's kind of sad to be honest, because, and then, but the funny part is then you see the babies, there was two babies. They just communicate effortlessly. They have no fucking words and they communicate yeah. effortlessly. It's like, they touch, still haven't touch, look, all of that let's shit. go there. And it works because that's what, yeah, it's something is we, we are made for that. Humans are made to communicate with other humans. That's how we built everything worth, well, worth having nowadays. Just built by teams of humans communicating with each other and the, and the problem yeah. that happens then is because we talk less and less with each other then we get more anxious about talking with each other because we feel like we're not as capable and then we resort to our phones so we don't feel as much anxiety but that only increases anxiety because we're escaping a problem and then it's like a, a fucking yeah. well what was it called the feedback loop from hell where it just feedback, keeps yeah. <laughs> going fucking down and down and down until the, where we reach people and who are home all day playing World of Warcraft and are level 90 paladins and they're the fucking kings of the world on their shitty computer. But then they go outside, they can't look fucking people in the eye. They can't do anything. And then they're fucked. That's, that's pretty much my, the definition of me four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> yeah. loser! Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I was... But yeah. No, but... Yeah, no, uh, it's it's fucking... And uh, that's why we, we are seeing like a loneliness epidemic if you... It's because it... it it also goes to that same feedback loop process. So basically, when, once you get lonelier, socializing doesn't seem as good as it would be before you you would be alone. So it literally per perpetuates itself. So if you are feeling lonely, the last thing you want to do is socialize. Yeah. But you still feel bad about feeling lonely. So you just get stuck in that route. And and I've noticed this by myself. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to go out. And then I go out and actually enjoy myself. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I was falling yep. into that. Yep, and yep. And it's fucking scary. So, to scare you even more, I'll give you some statistics. Bring them. Bring that shit. <laughs> Let's go to it. So, <clears throat> this is the, the dreaded, like, I think most uh, talked about when this came out in Time, Time Magazine. So, it was the attention span lowered from 12 seconds in 2000, the start of the mobile era, to 8 seconds in 2015. So, in 15 years, we lowered our attention span by 4 seconds, which is the... the this, this is where the, the whole... Our attention span is lower now than a goldfish thing, which which isn't completely true because we have the ability to focus while the goldfish doesn't. But yeah, that's where the the dreaded that's that's uh, the goldfish thing came from. Then after that, this is one of the scariest for me. Seventy-seven percent of people aged from eighteen to twenty-four uh, said yes when asked the question. When nothing is occupying my attention, is the first thing I do uh, reach for my uh, to reach for my phone. So 77% of people from 18 to 24, when they have nothing to do, the first thing they resort to is checking their phone, which is, yep. yeah, it's, it's what we see. But 77% of people, that's... Pretty much everyone. Jesus that's fucking, Christ. That's, that's fucking yeah. crazy. And you'll see, like, you'll see uh, even older people, man. Even old people now are starting to get into it. And you'll see. Take yeah, a bus are, ride, take a, take a subway ride. And, and you'll see. Even, even if you go to a fucking bar, where, what's a bar made for? Socializing, getting drunk and socializing, but people are only getting the drunk part now. It goes hand in hand, and it's yeah, they're only getting drunk, and then that's, that's it. it. So you're wasting the drunk, and it's you're just getting. And unhealthy. even let's say dating, 
even dating now, it's you can swipe left and right on Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. It's like Tinder. And it's, all the uh, I don't want to say like, it's sad, but it kind of is. It kind of is. Like no one, no one is. wants to say like, so how do you meet your wife? Ah, well, I swipe right. <laughs> how did you meet? <laughs> I swipe right. Tinder. I swipe right. She swipe right, and uh, yeah, that was it. We met. Okay. Compare that to the to the magical. Oh, I saw her. So, bro, I was about like to first, take the subway, but then I looked up and I saw her, and you know, I just went there. Like okay, let's, that's not necessarily. It just feels better, man. It's it feels real. It doesn't feel like you're you're bored yeah. and you're funny. You feel kind of bad about yourself. So oh, let me check Tinder. Uh, I don't like this one. I like this one. Uh, maybe I don't care. And uh, like, bro, if you want to do that, go do that in real life. Go to a bar. Oh, I like that one. Go talk to that one. Because then you, at that point, you can only talk to a person at a time. That your attention is focused there. It's not like you're on social media you're talking to 10 different people at the same time you're you're not even caring about what's happening then you go over there you see a, a youtube video you forget you were talking to someone like it's just not yeah you forget like it's I, not I healthy this, for the brain it's too fast too much yeah. at the same time and like like we're saying your dopamine receptors yeah. get fucked because it's you're spiked all the time and then funny thing because i just posted a like today's instagram post was about like what keeps you up at night because for most people that's the only social media <laughs> for mo no for most people uh, yeah for but most let's say people. when you shut down and you're actually laying on your pillow everything's dark and you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to fall asleep bro those shitty thoughts are gonna come up anyway those like oh man i wish i could talk better to people i wish i had a girlfriend i wish i wish i wish but you didn't do anything about it because you were on your phone the fucking whole day god damn it <laughs> yeah no yeah that, that, that's it like people don't make any personal time anymore and i mean i have a, i have and you see this like with people don't notice but, but they get less social socially adept with with the smartphone i have a friend like she's really outgoing yeah she's like one of those people like she gets in the room and you know she's there because she's talking to everyone uh, everyone's like no when everyone likes her she smiles to everyone but even with her which is like i'd say one of the most outgoing extroverted person people i know she like when she she sometimes she's talking to you and then she just grabs the phone and it's like boom nothing's yeah. there it's just like it vanishes completely and it's fucking scary because it can even get like that's so that's like probably the, the most socially like adapt person i know so that's like the best person i know making interactions yeah. and even she gets fucked up by phones yeah. so imagine like the, your average introverted kid like how will he get even more fucked yeah, up they are getting this? fucked up and then then they're like playing fortnite all day watching streams and then it's even worse because then, the way you because they communicate online but the way you communicate online is not the same fucking way you communicate on real life way different. you don't just share memes and fucking laugh about weird jokes you saw on reddit it's not how fucking real life interactions work <laughs> yeah that's the that's the danger with 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 the, the message thing because it can give you the feeling of being connected yeah like it can make you feel yeah i connected with people but it it doesn't give you the same benefits of actually going out and yeah because you're not actually so, connected physically yeah it's a double-edged yeah. sword so basically yeah you can be connected with people like from all around the world but you are you really are yeah you're connected. you're it's connected like, you're not really connected yeah you're like i'm connected, connected. especially like and you see this like uh, I noticed this with like because now I'm away in a different country from my parents, so every day I'm speaking with them through to WhatsApp. We make a video call, 
And even then, like, it's different, of course. Like, it's, it isn't the same as being face-to-face yeah. with them. And that's different. But that, that's not even what most people are doing with social media and smartphones. They're just messaging. Yeah. It's not even a, a talking situation. So it's a really completely different thing. It, it, it makes you feel like you've done something to be with people, but it doesn't give you the benefits of it. And that's scary. So yeah. moving on but a yeah. bit more. But now uh, that we know all these statistics. fucking dangers of these devil machines we carry in our pockets, how do we actually fix it? You know, how if right now you're listening to this and you recognize, oh, I, I actually have a problem with this. I spend too much time on yeah. my phone every day. How do you fix it? Well, my number one solution, which is not very easy to do, but that I recommend is take a vacation, a one-week vacation. Don't bring your laptop, your phone. Don't bring anything. Go somewhere yeah. close to the beach or where you can do like nature activities. And for a whole week, just do that. Mm-hmm. Then when you come back, well, first of all, you're not going to need your phone because you're used to not using it. But well, you're eventually going to get into the habit of using it again. Turn your phone to black and white. Search how you do this. It's very easy. And then limit yourself to one hour per day. There's, I know there's apps that you can say, oh, only one hour per day, and then the phone shuts down after that. Or it kind of blocks everything. Do that. If you do that, shit solved. And then if you feel like, oh, fuck, I'm addicted again. After like six months, do the same thing again. Boom, reset. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's definitely a good strategy. And I have like this cool story which goes kind of into that. Please, sure. so, I think it was another like 13 or 14. So we, you were actually there. We did a vacation to, we always go in, in our country to the, in the summer. We used to go to the region of Portugal where everyone goes in the summer, Algarve. So we, we, you, we, we, we stayed there for a week. And in this particular week, I was like, this was when I was at the top of my my gaming nerd phase. So I was playing like this in the summer. I was playing like no joke 12 hours a day in the summer because I didn't have school. So it was something absurd. I was spending my whole day in, locked in with yeah. the computer. And and like I felt shitty of course. And before this vacation I was like there was something in me like that, that I was saying like dude this is this is too much. Like and I, I just I just made this I remember like my 14 year old like I wasn't aware of any self-help no bullshit no no none of these strategies I was just like okay this week I'm going to to be on vacation I'm just not gonna play any games I'm not gonna look at anything technological and it was like that week like at the end of that week I was like whoa I just felt so much better I couldn't even explain it like things felt better I was like I, I remember like being nicer to people, yeah. like, to my parents. Like, when I was addicted to to, to gaming, because I was addicted, like, I, I just, I, I was a shithead. Like, <laughs> yes, you were. I was just, like, a complete we shithead both were. to, to yeah. everyone. And I, to everyone I lived with. Like, my, my parents, like, this is, well, every time I think about it, this, I cringe. Like, <laughs> my parents, they were making me dinner. They were giving me food, shelter, whatever. They were calling me to dinner. And I was like, no, mom, no, dad, I'm finishing this video game. And then, I would go to dinner, I would finish the fucking meal in five minutes, not talk to anyone, and go back and close myself in the room. And it's like, I, I just, it's just, like, just like thinking of what my parents, like, thought about yeah. me. That like, It's just like, I was just, it, it completely changes your personality. Because I was always like, I always had a very good connection with my parents. And I noticed that that period of video game addiction, like, it really ruined things. And it would have been ruined even more if 
I haven't like gotten out of that. So yeah. it, that's just a, a story going into that. So um, solutions, I'd say like for me, the first step would be to start tracking how much time you're spending on your phone. Uh, how many times you're opening during the day and uh, what are the apps that you use more. And once people do that, like I say, do that for a week initially, just so you know yeah, what so you we're scare doing yourself like, every day, bit. how much time. Yeah, just so you, you get a, this, uh, this is, this is like really strange. If you go, if you see the average, the daily average for the smartphone, uh, for watching watching our smartphone, this is non-voice related activities. So bear in mind that this is this is, doesn't call video, video text, video calls, yeah. uh, phone phone calls. This is, doesn't take that into account. So it's three hours Jeez. more or less, three hours on your on your smartphone. And if you if you go like every day, three hours. If you go that, like, at the end of the year, that's probably, I don't, I don't know, like, doing the math. That's probably two months it's a lot, of your life. Too much time and, boiling it down. Yeah, it's too much time. And and, and if you're a, a, a kid, it's probably even more. Yeah. So take take awareness, be aware of this. Uh, notice where you're spending most of your time. Most likely, it will be Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, one of those. And just, okay, take, take, take uh, track that, and then just slowly, gradually work on reducing the time so let's say if you're spending four hours a day looking at your phone just try spending three hours one less hour and do that for a week and then gradually increase that to however time you, yeah. you feel would be the the ideal for yeah. you and, and the, for doing this there's a lot of things like you said app blockers yeah um, there's a lot of apps out there yeah so yeah blockers are the, yeah, yeah one like and the one thing to complement with this is i would strongly recommend pick up a physical activity doesn't matter what it is can be fucking hydro yoga as, as much as I care. Doesn't matter. Something that you can do without your phone. Okay. Something. It doesn't matter. Something yeah. physical that gets yeah, you out anything. of the house. Ideally, maybe even with other people, pick up, pick up like a mush, martial art or something. For, oh, look, martial art, perfect. Pick up jujitsu. Number one, you can't bring your phone there. Number two, you you socialize and you get very physical with people, so. Let's say you're very uncomfortable with physical touch. Bro, you're going to fight people. There's no way around it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, get number choked. two, you're going to get jacked. Are you going to get healthier, fitter? And overall, so Ooh. what I would say is, let's say you spend three hours a day on your phone. Cut one hour on your phone and go do some physical stuff. Maybe just go run. Maybe it doesn't even need to be something that has a barrier to entry. Like jiu-jitsu, where you have to find a school, buy a fucking... Uh, gi, whatever, etc. Go run, put on some shorts, go barefoot if for all I care, and just go run. And you'll notice yeah. how much better you'll feel after that run. Especially if you like you bring no music, you bring no podcast, nothing. Just you. It's like click, clock, click, clock. Bro, you're gonna feel yeah. and I notice this in myself. Sometimes I I'm spending too much time online. I'm just my attention spawn is too divided. It's Every two seconds, I'm changing things. What I do is shut everything down, go either to the gym for a walk or run. When I come back, it's like I'm a new person. It's like time has slowed down. I'm just yeah. more focused, more calm, less anxious, and happier in general. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I'd say another way of making this uh, an easier thing is like setting up specific boundaries and when where you can and where you can't use your phone so i for me like I, I, the ones i created and i think these are the most impactful ones so it's 
all, every time you're with friends or family, just don't use your phone. Just yeah. turn it off. I think that's one of the most important. You don't realize how how negatively your uh, um, your interactions are being affected by having your phone uh, present with you, looking at it while you're speaking to someone. It, it is being it, it is affecting that relationship and that conversation a lot, yep. whether you you recognize it or not. But just just try it; you'll notice the difference immediately. Then after that, uh, at meals, every time you're eating, it's very important. I'd say. People don't even aren't even know this is this is also a very good strategy to fight like food addiction or if you're if you go on binge eating uh, if you go on a, if you go on a binge too much eat completely present so without without any technology just be there eating yep. your, your food it's completely like no one does this anymore and you will feel fucking strange at first but actually like feeling the food taking bites it like enjoying what you what you eat most likely first of all you won't make as shitty decisions in uh, when regards to your health because if you're there like if you're presently 100% eating a fucking Big Mac I you won't feel good at like at halfway yeah. through it you just you can't because if you are there consciously it, you just your your own your own conscience will just play yeah. into action and start like questioning yourself then after this, I think the the most important times would be like one hour after and one hour after waking up and one hour before going to bed. Before bed, it's like a no brainer because the even the light in your yeah. phone just fucks up your whole sleep. So just one hour before, just turn it off, and one hour like the first hour of your day, just try to make it without yeah. your phone because it's like it it impacts For the rest sure, of your man. day. So if you get that one hour straight, your the whole day will be way better. And just as a blooper, in the bathroom like. Every time I go to the bathroom now, I have my phone. Like I, I remember as a kid when I was like taking a shit, I would look. I would look at because I, I didn't have a phone with me. So I remember looking at the floor and just imagining like things. I, I imagine yeah. shapes in the floor. I, I imagine like there was a face of someone in the floor, an animal. The other day I was like, this doesn't happen to me anymore. Just because there's yeah. a phone with you. So yeah. enjoy your enjoy your bathroom your shit, time bro. presently. Like, so some enjoy your shit. Podcast, bro. It can be you a mindful moment. Enjoy your... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. And another thing, another thing <laughs> enjoy I like shit, that, bro. which in my opinion, and I think in yours, is the same thing, which is crucial. Pick up meditation. We've talked about this in previous podcasts and we're going to talk in the next podcast because we are reviewing the book, The Power of Now. But for now, which is what you need to be focused on. <laughs> no, but for now, pick up meditation. Uh, there's a lot of apps out there, Headspace, Calm. There's probably a million more. Waking up yeah. with Sam Harris. And if you do it <laughs> after you wake up and before you go to sleep, number one, before you go to sleep, if you really do it, you do that and then you don't pick up your phone anymore, you're going to have the best sleep of your life. If, you never, if you've never meditated before, and you meditate, you go to sleep, goddamn. You're going to wake up feeling like, holy fuck, did I sleep for a day or what? Because I remember the first time I meditated, just that feeling. And the first time I, I actually felt present to the moment. And then I went to sleep. It was bliss. It was one of the best moments of my life. It was like I was feeling everything. And now I don't get it as, as much as that because, you know, you get used to it. But, you know, actually take time to enjoy this if it's your first time. And it's extremely important because as if you've never meditated there's probably never been a time in your life that you just stopped to enjoy the moment even when you're bored you're on your mind thinking about something you've never actually sat down and mm -hmm. 
breathed into it, felt your body, felt what was happening around you. Because if you can do that, then there's no anxiety anymore. There's no, oh, what do I say? Oh, you're just there. And you know, not to get too spiritual on you, a lot of your problems could be fixed just by that. Just by you finding calm within yourself. Because as the great masters would say, all that you're looking for is not outside. It is within. <laughs> but it, Wherever you go, but it there is you true. are. <laughs> and I, I used to notice this yeah. a lot with myself. I did a lot of travel and all that. And before I used to think like, oh man, the next city, bro, that's when I'm going to fucking crush it. Next time I travel. And then maybe at the beginning it is, but well, there you are. It's still you. It's because you went to fucking Spain. It doesn't change who you are, you know? You're still you. It's you in a, in a different place. And it is easier to change, but it's still you. Let's say you're dreading a decision right now, which makes you nervous. Let's say you want to public speak, but you think like, oh man, my social circle and my work here and everyone knows me. I can do it here. Bro, you think if you go 2,000 miles away from home, you're going to do it? Not really. The fear is going to be there anyway. And it's probably going to be even harder because you don't know anyone. You feel that you have no support and you're still there. So, yeah, I think it's don't, this is a yeah, good segue. Go, just to yeah, talk a like, bit about about fear too. Like, it's like we are all dealing with shit that makes us afraid to do, right now. Maybe with you, it's mm-hmm. talk to the pretty girl at the bar. Maybe it's public speak. Maybe it's starting your business. We all have fears, and if you keep being on your phone, just distracting yourself, numbing yourself from what you know you must actually fucking do. It's going to reach a point in your life where maybe it's too late. You know, maybe you're 70 years old and you're just laying in your bed in VR just with an IV hooked to you and you're like, oh, yes, the life is so good. And then you realize, I wasted my whole fucking life and I didn't do anything because of this goddamn device on my hand. And then it's too late. And, it, and that's the, the example of the old, but like life isn't even like guaranteed. You're not guaranteed to live until you're yeah. 80 or 90 or whatever. Like, people forget that. Life could be over in, like, a, yeah. a, a second, the next second. Like, you could die. And people don't really take that seriously because imagine, like, if you actually take that thought and you think about it, would you, would you like, what What would you regret doing? I, I And I bet with a, a, a very high degree of certainty that being on your phone wasn't something I could be like, ah, I wish yep. I'd spend more Absolutely. time on my phone. No one would go that. So that's actually a very good like mind exercise. Just picturing yourself in your deathbed and just trying to think about the things you would have done more and yep. you would have done less. This is a really powerful exercise for me. When the first time I did it, it was like very mm-hmm. eye-opening because that's where you put things into perspective. Like if you actually think from the, the place, if you go to that, if you really get serious with it, if you go into that place of like, oh, I'm, if I would be at, my, at the last hour of my life, and you, and you imagine looking back in your life, you can really identify the things that are are important and the yeah. things that aren't important. So you, most most people would say, I wish I spent more time with my family, friends, and I, I, I'd be more, I, I'd have been more grateful for the people in my life. And yeah, it's not going to be the, oh, I wish I, I, I was on my phone, I wish I wasn't social media anymore. And that's when you do where you can really see like the the priorities you should be making. And if you're and if you're like the average person and you're spending three hours mm-hmm. a day of your life, like every day for the rest of your life on your smartphone, most likely you're giving a higher degree of importance to your smartphone and social media than to your mom or, yeah. or to your dad. And 
if that doesn't make you think, then I don't know what will. Because at, at, yeah, at the end of the day, it's a matter of priorities. Yeah. Like prioritize the things that really matter to you. And uh, smartphones sure as hell exactly. And be it's, one of you them. really, I really like that you said that. Thinking about your own death, maybe even picturing your funeral. I know I did that exercise once. I think I read it in a Tim Ferriss book. I think. And yeah, like put because you're gonna die one day. That's as guaranteed as anything can be. Yeah, That's probably the that. only guarantee we have right now. Is that one day you'll close your eyes and they won't open again forever. Boom, you're dead. But we all live as that shit's never yeah. gonna happen. We waste time doing shit that doesn't really matter, chasing shit that we don't actually care about, that has no meaning. And then the things we we know we must do, we avoid. Because we're, oh, there's some little emotions inside that tell me that I can't do it. Well, figure out a way. Break it down to steps. I don't know. I'm not saying your fear is not important. But instead of running away from it, find a way to deal with it. You want to public speak? Well, start slow. Maybe talk to one person and then two and then three. And then fucking in two years, you'll be talking to 1,000 people. Do do something. something. Just do something. And it's, man, because I see people. I see my friends. They don't do anything. They spend their whole days either playing video games on social media or fucking around, not doing, going to the, even when they go socialize, they go there and then they are on their phones. Boom. That's it. Yeah. But life, life has so much more to give you than that. There's, that's what I, I don't understand because yeah. there's so much thing you can actually explore and go into whatever it is. There's infinite possibilities to what you enjoy. You like traveling, go do that. You like reading? There's a fucking bazillion books on the planet. You like to talk? Go talk. You like to play soccer? Go play soccer. But do something. Don't just watch what other people are doing and then feel bad about you not doing anything. That's a life not worth living. So go find a life that's worth living and live it. And with that, I think we can end on that. If you have any more thoughts, go for it. I feel like that's a good ending to this. I say that's the good point. And the thing is, it's like not bashing those people, but because it, like, we shouldn't bash those people because it's really it's really easy to yeah, get. Into yeah, yeah, of like, course. And I noticed it myself, like we get into those patterns and roots, like if you're not careful enough. And the the main point I think we're trying to make is just like take awareness. That's where yeah. meditation comes so into use. Just take awareness of the things you are doing daily. And if you just do that, things will slowly begin to, to improve itself. So just just be there, aware of things, and yeah, just live a life that you would look back upon and say, "Damn, I like yeah. this. I like this." Don't and don't take it for guaranteed. It's like that. But what we what we what we have been speaking about. Life isn't guaranteed. Nothing is. Yeah, it will end someday, and and then you will wish you yeah. then more. So go get, get some it. out. Yeah, but that was that was that was. Out. I have nothing more to add. So. Go follow us on Instagram at Paths of Meaning, where we share daily content about either quotes or images with some phrases about topics like this, topics like uh, hustle, struggling, finding meaning, etc., etc. And we have a weekly podcast. This is it, Searching for Meaning, where every week we either talk about a topic like this or we review a book. And next week is going to be The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, very famous book. I'm sure you have heard of it. So stay tuned for that. With that being said, that was me, Gonzalo, and Tiago. So we'll see you next week. Bye.